0: driven women's guide to love life and business hosted by the boss ladies alec denise and gabby combined their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you you're listening to girls
1: gone boss
2: Good morning, lady morning. morning. Welcome to another episode of Girls Gone Boss. We're very excited today. So excited, yeah. and
1: I'm ready with my
2: Girls Gone Boss yes. mug. I got my coffee. Let's do it. It's in the morning. It's really early. On a I Friday. need tequila
1: in Miami Beach. In Miami Beach. It's so humid outside. I want to go to the beach. I know. Me too. We don't have time. No, but we but need to do if, it at the end. At the end of this. Yes. Hurrah! Anyways, well, we're
2: super excited to have a wonderful guest today who has an amazing energy, and we're so happy to have her. It's Brittany Berger. Our Author of 25 and Selfish, and she's wise beyond her years. And she is. So, sad, yes. so happy sure is. to be here. Prior to becoming an author, Brittany worked as a corporate event manager and pursued her passion as a fitness instructor. Her enthusiasm for inspiring individuals has also come naturally to Brittany. Today her ambition is dedicated to enhancing one's self-reflection by addressing personal truths and embracing authenticity. And the events of her book are shaping her new found path, and we're so excited to talk about your book. This is so great. Welcome, welcome Brittany. Thank you You're so welcome. much. So excited to be here. Yes, this is exciting. I feel like I already know you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, seriously, I from reading I the love book. <laughs> yes, I read the book in two days. And um, every time that I was like, okay, one last page because I need to go to bed. Oh, I love I that. ended up reading 80 more pages because I couldn't oh, put it down. Thank oh, you. Oh, it makes is. me so And happy. I honestly feel like I know you already.
0: I feel like you do too. That. <laughs> <laughs> that is my most raw. I realized with this book that if you're being true to yourself and you want to be your most true authentic self, it had to be completely raw and every vulnerability and that we have as individuals needed to come out yeah. in my book. And with you reading it, there are parts where I was writing it and I'm like, do I tell them this? Mm-hmm. Of course you have to, because you have to live and speak your truth at the end of the day.
3: right? I, I like how you um, apologize for some of the contents to your grandmother.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Grandma, hi, Grandma Edith. Oh my yeah. God. She'll be into it. <laughs> <laughs> She's spicy.
3: So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, where? Your background,
1: where you're from,
0: for sure. So I'm from Miami, born and raised, Woo-hoo!
1: proudly. Let's go for Miami girls right now. Yes. So now that's a well, that's a good thing. That's right? a great thing. Still
0: <laughs> here, working it, and yeah, I was a corporate event manager for a medical education company. Shouldn't give too many details, Um, but I was, my background was in events and hospitality and I really loved it. And I remember, you know, in high school and we had those high school after parties and prom after parties, I hosted one for my school and I went to a school where I had 4,000 kids. So it was a huge success and I made some little money on the side. I'm like, I'm 17, I can do this. So I went into events and it's something that I was passionate about and I loved and I'm, it's something that I thought would be my whole future. And that's what I thought success was, was basically following your passion, doing something that you're good at, and then that's how you would be fulfilled. And with my job, which you'll find out in the book through challenges of, for me, was ageism in the workplace. And because I'm in my 20s, they wouldn't let me grow until I was 30-something. And I said, why does age have to predicate my performance. It doesn't. And I cut my hair short. had long hair my whole life. I wanted to look sophisticated in the part to be taken seriously because my work proved my worth. But why did my physicality have to do, you know, look differently? So I left that job to find what made me happy. Because at the end of the day, you know, we wake up with ourselves. So it's like if you're married or not, in a relationship or not, that first thought, waking thought is with you. And with that mindset, it is how we carry out the rest of our day. So for me, I knew that every morning my alarm would wake up and I was so unhappy. And I couldn't believe I brought myself to that place because I try to be a more happy, positive person. And It's something that can come naturally, but they say, you know, if you get up on the wrong side of the bed, but if I get up on the right side of the bed every single day, why am I still upset? And we live our life through one emotive response, which is happiness. And if you're not there, you need to move on and change that. So for me, I was scared shitless and I needed to cross that bridge of fear for myself, even though my support group in my circle was telling me, don't do it, you're making a mistake, this is your first job. You know, it was my first corporate job out of college. But I felt for me... I needed to get to where I was, and I wanted the experience in order to leave. Um, and I was willing to push myself to those limits and be overwhelmed and take on two jobs. You know, I'm, I'm a fitness instructor for Equinox, and I thank that brand because I really—I was a member first before I was an instructor. I was a competitive dancer my whole life, so I was always into fitness, and then you get into college, and you're like, oh, I love to eat. Oh, my God, I'm not working out every day. My pants don't fit. What do I do? Freshman 15. Absolutely. (laughs) That's That's real. Free pizza. Free. I'm eating it. Oh, my God. Nothing fits. So, yeah. yeah. So, I had other outlets that made me happy. Equinox. If I didn't have that workout outlet for me, that one hour a day for myself— I would not be balanced. And I was still mentally not balanced, but I was trying to get there. It's a constant struggle during the day. So I kind of left that little life of myself that I built that on paper looked so perfect. I was making great money. I had a great job. I had great people in my life. Was I seeing anyone at the point? You'll find out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gets juicy later. Yeah.
0: But I always thought my life had to be career first. And that's something that we're reprogrammed from, from childhood that I was with my dad too, if we want to get into that. But I had to leave, move to another country, which I loved, but I've never left home. Like I've always played it safe. I never took a risk. And even now I'm still not really struggling with that, but I would say battling it, that I'm still looking at life thinking, you know, what would I do as me, but also the opposite of what I instinctually do, which is what I did in my book with the love story and gave this guy a chance quickly. And normally I wouldn't do that because I'm not a relationship person, but I'm very into What I feel, I want with a relationship. Like I'm not just go to give away the cookie because like that cookie's expensive. Exactly. But also sometimes you can, and that's okay to step into a sexual. So basically, right? Like you
1: don't always have to follow the rules, right? Yeah.
0: And I feel like with this one, it was just so. I don't want to give everything away, but I met this
1: beautiful man,
0: and he basically (laughs) like fell in my lap, and I thought he, I saw him, and he just looked like a gorgeous. God. Like, he did. (laughs) And when he walked on this bus that I was on, I was like, oh, like, he's not going to go for me. There's 40 other people on this bus. And like, you know, I had, I guess, low self-worth and low self-confidence at the time, even though maybe consciously I thought I was great. Subconsciously, I'm like, eh, like, you know, the ones who put out are in the back of the bus. I'm like, I'm in the middle just chilling and watching. And the fact that he did choose me, you know, after a certain sequence of events was just like, wow, like,
1: Maybe, so maybe. how many how many more things can I manifest, right? That it oh, kind of like
0: confirms that hundred percent. And at that point, it's funny because years ago I didn't even know about manifestation. I feel like I, I kind of knew it I understood it, but I didn't know how to use it. and it's all directing your mindset with like affirmations, intentions, positivity, and deserving. Like, when are we gonna raise ourselves but Do you
1: feel like, I mean, you could say that, think that, but you really have to believe it in order for it to manifest? 100%. Because you can say like all the mantras in the world, but if still your inner heart and your gut is like feeling funny about it, I don't think it's still blockage, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And that's what I even work at. Like, I slept with a selenite wand on my chest
0: last night just because you have certain times in your life. Yeah, energies but also blocking your chakras. Like if I lose my voice, I know maybe it's from going out or teaching, dehydration or my throat chakra because I'm not communicating like I'm supposed to. And that's research that I do because I want to unblock that and know, but you know, even in that light, like we just have to choose what you believe in, which is so true with our thoughts. Our thoughts are our beliefs and our beliefs are our actions. It's what
2: you feed yourself Absolutely. with. Every day. That's we've talked about that about self affirmations like talking to yourself in kind ways that make you nurture yourself. So you start to believe in yourself and things start to manifest themselves versus thinking like just saying, oh, well, people tell me to say this, but you're not believing it. So you really have to... the and you love. have to put in
0: the work. That's the biggest yes, thing. It's absolutely. like you can't just say something and it happens. No. You have to put in the work yourself and you need to you need to be who you are before you can be anyone else yes. to anyone else. Yes. And yeah. you have to love yourself and step into your power and you can't help anyone else before you help yourself first. And that's what being selfish is all about, right? Like the definition of being selfish is lack of consideration for others. Self-love. 100%. So I'm like lack of consideration for others. Like let me sit on that for a second. You can't Be considerate of others if you don't consider yourself first. And I realized that 100% that the word selfish is looked at in a negative light with a negative Mm -hmm. connotation. And for me, I'm like, no, I put everybody else before me. I'm exhausted from it. My energy is depleted. When am I going to get myself back? And that is okay to put yourself first, to make yourself a priority, to choose yourself. Self-care. And of course. And some people think, even in decisions, aside from like a facial on a Saturday night, being like, I'm not going out because I want to do me and watch this movie and like have a glass or bottle of wine. And like up to you. Do you, girl. And it's like- bottle and girl. it's okay.
1: It's okay. <laughs> and you
0: don't have to apologize because you're being your true authentic self and you're being yes. honest. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you just have to be- Yeah, here.
1: honest without being disrespectful. Exactly. Or, you know- condescending when you or put all mean. yeah when you put yeah. all the
0: cards out and you're like you know what I have to for instance my friend is having a bachelorette one of my best friends I'm a bridesmaid I should call him my best friend is
1: that the same one that, no. not the same oh, one okay, a different okay. one <laughs> and Saturday
0: morning I have to teach at Equinox and it starts Friday night and we're supposed to be staying at yes. the hotel so I'm like Okay, I don't wanna be that one girl who's like, I'm not staying at the hotel Friday night, I'll pay for it. I can't physically be there. I'm sorry, but I will be at your shower and I'll be there for every event after 10:30 a.m. on a Saturday. And I thought to myself, does this make me look bad? Like we have to give up that judgment, you know? And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with her. And I'm like, listen, I love you. I will be there. I need my sleep if you want my full energy best Brittany to be present. I got to sleep home that night. I will be there until 11 p.m. and I'll be back at 11 a.m., you know? And that's something I had to do for me. So being okay okay. saying
1: no. Yes. And being honest and coming from love. Yes. Everything coming from love.
0: We've talked
3: about that too. Saying no is... Okay.
1: I think as girls, women, we are scared to say no. Yes, we are. I don't don't want her to think that. Because
3: it's expected from us to always say yes and to do everything for everyone. Do everything for
1: everyone. It shouldn't Mm -hmm. be like that.
3: It
2: shouldn't
1: be. Yeah. And no doesn't mean that you don't love them. No doesn't mean you're being rude. It just means like, no, I can't. But you know what? I can do this. Absolutely. So that's good. And the line in my book is, what is the first word we say as toddlers?
0: No.
3: It's no, Mm -hmm. honey. Yeah. So
1: why as adults are we
0: forgetting that power? Right. We were like, oh, you're your baby you're saying no I believe you like why don't you believe me and
1: now? no in relationships when you're not getting what you want Absolutely. or need or 100%. deserve or when how you, do realize you say
0: that, no how do I say oof let me tell you it's funny <laughs> that was a struggle let me tell you why so I used to use the word picky in relationships and I'm not picky anymore I changed the word to particular but now I have realized realize. I need a man who is a man, not a man who is a boy or a boy Breach. who is a man. <laughs> and it took me, I swear to God, maybe two and a half months ago to realize that for a beautiful man who came into my life kismetly, which we can get to <laughs> later. Um, but I've also had people who wanted to reach out, take me out on a date or to be set up with. and one after the other. I've been saying no. And I'm telling you, I know this is happening. It's like the men are flooding in. And it's because I have a high self-worth right now. So it's attracting and magnetizing, you know, all these other creatures in life. But I say to them, you know what? I'm focusing on my book right now and I'm focusing on me. I am not ready to be with someone else right now. Or I'm like kind of seeing someone else. It's complicated, but I love that love. So I'm staying into that experience. But I've had guys where it's like, how do you look like, you know, the bitch where they take you out, your nice dinner, you put on your best face of like, ha ha, I'm having a great time. Your jokes are not funny, but I'm going to smile anyway, you know? And then they think, let me take you out on date too. How do you say no? Because you feel bad. So you have Totally. You don't want to feel like the bad person, but then I'm like- You don't
1: want to ghost- that's like everyone yeah. goes. that's so the nowadays. worst thing you can do to somebody thing. that's like yeah, bad karma for you real. so
0: do you know what I say bad well crime. I use busy a lot but I'm like you know what I'm being honest I'm like I think you're a great guy I'm not ready to date right now and you took me to realize that that you're also so great I just need to work on me right now and get my things in order before I can give myself to another yeah. and but that's that has, the truth it, thank you yeah, that's the, the truth. truth you're not bullshitting exactly and guess what they are more respectful of it and they say I wish you the best it's better truth than bullshit Absolutely. I'm telling you Absolutely. in life but people yeah think bullshitting is better and in fact it's like I am busy but I also want to be my best and even though that person's not for me I don't want to lower their worth of being like what of did course. I do wrong what did I say because right. they overthink things just as, just as and much and that
1: person may not be for you but he may be an amazing oh, person for someone else it doesn't deplete from his worth and you don't have to string him along either Exactly. Because, yeah. You exactly. Know? So that's good. I love that. No, but I feel like in in when you meet people, I feel like authenticity is so important. So and important. I'm very honest, but not everybody has that. And that's I think what's it comes from self love. It, it comes from like being okay with being you. Yes. yes. Um, that's because good. I don't feel like I have to put on an act. Like if I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of girls on that. dates that they don't want to get eat. They're sound. like, oh my god, he's gonna think I'm a pig or I eat too much. No way. I'm <laughs> like, like order two of those appetizers I'm of the oh same. Give me no, but obviously you do it in a very dainty way. Like, do, you're not going to do go, it Hang. in your own way.
0: Listen, he needs to know from day one. Like, lady, like. This guacamole mm-hmm. scoop is going to fill the chip, all right? Okay.
3: <laughs> she likes to eat. I know that. 100 blessings <laughs> yeah.
0: Burger, let's be serious. I got to stick to the name. <laughs> oh got to stick to the name. Got to stick to the name. Burger. You're so, so
3: funny. So, question How did you go from saying, screw corporate America, I'm going to go out and do my own thing, move to another country, and see what happens.
0: So I started this job when I was 21. And since we traveled nine months out of the year to different states, and again, I felt like I never left home. So I was excited to move around. But I always said when I was 25 that I wanted to move somewhere for a year because I've never been uncomfortable. And we live so much of our lives in contentedness and being comfortable. So I wanted to know how I would grow with my personal growth Of who I can become, what would inspire me when I'm not living at home in Miami where I was born and raised, like this is where we are. And then hence I'm brought back here. But at the time I wanted to know what could I bring to the table by being in a new perspective in a new place? How would that shake me? So when I went to London, I had an opportunity to move there and graciously live in um, my friend's now fiance's house, the one, the bachelorette that I'm going to next week. Oh, wow! Yes. And I went there and I had six business ideas and I thought I'm turning 25. I want to work for myself and see if I can make this happen. So I wrote- Did down, you,
1: you wrote it down, right? Yep. I wrote down six business Part ideas. Part of manifestation. 100%. Oh, six. Six. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, six so nice. six that's, a, that's an important that's thing the That's a magic the book. number. Oh, you're right. Ha ha.
0: That was good. You have to read. Exactly. Yeah. So I had these ideas and I thought, okay, I'm going to go to London and um, I'm going to write these proposals to myself and then see if I can make a company out of it because I was living at home. So I saved my money. I invested in it. I wanted a backing for me. I wanted to do this for me. So then I get there and I accidentally- Get a job the day after I get there. And I don't work on those proposals until later on, which don't want to ruin the book. Um, <laughs> but it was beautiful that I went there because I had no plan. And that was the first time in my life I didn't have a plan. That's so that's such a Which is freedom. so unlike me like, either. Freedom. But it is freedom and it's But funny. at the same
1: time, kind of like uh Yeah, I'm scared. until you actually do it. Cause right. first you're scared
3: and then you actually did it and then you weren't scared. Right. So and I like, always this say, is yeah,
0: I always say how many percentage of people say they're going to do something and actually go through with it Sticking and wrists. actually do yeah. with it. Absolutely. Yeah. And that wasn't me. I mean, I would do smaller things that were safe that I had to, I'd have to know if something was certain. And this was so uncertain. And I didn't have support with it because people were like, we don't know who the next president's going to be. What if you can't get another job? And I'm like, why are you telling me I can't do something? I'm going to believe I can, because what do we say about beliefs? beliefs into thoughts, thoughts into actions, et cetera. Like once we believe that we can do anything, you can. I picked up in two weeks, bought my ticket, went to London, had no plan, and was like, I'm going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. I've never went to sleepaway camp because I didn't want to like leave my home. Like I'm a Leo. Who am I? You know? Oh, I love Leos. My mom's yes. a Leo. Oh, she's- so great. I love you. You guys are too. strong. You're so so women. strong women. You have to be. You have to be, but you have to put yourself first also. And for me, I knew I needed this. I was broken. Like I was working for this company and I just felt like a different human being. And why wake up every day unhappy and continuing your life with that? And we're so afraid to make a change. And everything, but it's also your support system, your circle, your group around you of external factors to tell you, you know, they're telling you what you're thinking. They're giving you advice and we can give advice, you know, any day of the week, but at the end of the day, you have to instinctually choose it yourself in your gut. And that just comes with trusting ourselves. And we don't and, do that And, it and going
1: what feels good. 100%. I mean, I don't know if you, I'm sure you're familiar with Abraham Hicks. Yes, of course. She's always talking about you have to go with the feeling that feels good. Absolutely. And you know that feeling that you're like, oh, I don't know if I should do this. That's kind of like you're, you're, you telling yourself hey. like a red flag. Yeah. Yeah, right. intuition. Maybe this is just not where you're supposed to be or what you're supposed to be doing. So it's just like guiding yourself, that feeling of like if it's just flowing, Oh, but you know, what's great is that you can acknowledge that. And some people can't
0: even get there. They don't even know what's good anymore. And even with relationships, one of my very close friends was in, she'll appreciate this because she's into, I got her into podcasts now and crystals, et cetera. Um, But she was in a really (laughs) hard 10 year relationship. She just turned 32 and 30 years old as well. Um, And she had to get out of that relationship. And she's like, I don't even know what's good and what's not anymore because he stripped that from me.
2: That's awful. Yeah.
0: So it takes you to a point where she was a Leo. And she didn't even know herself anymore. And I saw her and I was like, I love you. Your light is out. Let's get it back. Yeah. And she is back and kicking. And she moved back to her hometown and applied to go to school. And she has her own job now. And she stepped back into her power. But she let a man take that away from her. And so many times we do that because the reason why we're on this earth is for love and compassion. So the most beautiful thing is when you're bringing a guy or a girl, whoever it is into your life, that you fall so deeply into it. And I know I have that. Like I love so deep and I hurt so much deeper and I have that concrete wall up and you really need to break that thing down. But I let you know in advance because I have to protect myself and so many other people do too. And at what point do you claim yourself back of when you know, is this feeling good for me? Because, oh, Lacey Phillips, manifestation advisor, free and changed my life, haven't met her, but listen to every interview. Yes. Lacey Phillips, a free and native. She is everything. Um, She's the one who introduced me to manifestation and through tests and the universe. And she also just claims that um, you, you need to find what you need to do also just for yourself, most importantly, you know? So it's also, again, with that fear of Am I going to be okay? Like with this relationship, is this the right one for me? And if it's not a hell yes, it is a no. And that goes, yes. Hell yes, it's a no. And I do that with so many things of like, should I go to the sushi restaurant? Should I not? And that's going to be hell yes, girl. (laughs) Hell yes, any day of the week. (laughs) But it's just something so simple, you know? And she's like, "Why, why are we afraid to say no? Just like we, you know, circled back to, but she, I love that she says if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And that is with relationships and that is with your job and that is with living here, moving, deciding your next step. Should you do it or not? Trust your gut, but feel it. And you can test it out like energy wise in your body, but people need to connect because they have so much going on and there's like so much chaos around their mind and that's fear. clouding it. 100%. And fear. Fear's that is why we say no, because we are,
3: I mean, that's why we don't say no, because we're afraid of yeah. what's going to happen yeah. next. So we just stay stuck. 100%. 100%. So what made you write this book?
0: So what made me write this book is that this year of my life, I couldn't believe I lived in it, to be honest, and that it happened to me out of all people. Like, nothing happens to me. I played so safe. I was shocked and then excited and then sad. Um, But I knew it happened for a reason, and I really had to believe that more than anything. And I also had um, someone close to me tell me, aside from that everything happens for a reason, that um, rejection is God's form of protection. Amen. So when I heard that, I was like, you know what? that didn't work out. That didn't happen because it's protecting me for a certain reason. And that is why everything happens for a reason. That is why. And I wish someone would have told me that years ago. But with this book, I would be talking to one of my friends or just like this and telling them about the love story or about my job and quitting or about moving to another country and just doing what you need to do for you and not listening to the white noise and everybody else. And all they had to take was one sentence or one point from that hour too long conversation of that year of my life and it changed them and they said thank you to you for telling me that because now I decided this and I wouldn't have done that on my own or now I'm leaving my job and creating my own so I thought maybe I need to write a book and do this so that I can help
1: people on a global level who've never met me before because I just want to help your book also transcends to all age groups absolutely we were just talking about that I mean we're in our late 30s yeah uh, early 30s let me just say so it sounds cute right (laughs) (laughs) But, and I feel like we all go through those, that sure. stage. And even like we were talking about your grandmother, like yes. even seniors, yes. empty nests when, yes. when the kids leave the house. Of course. Parents go through that. For sure. So I think it, it just, it transcends into all ages. It and does. people that are just kind of trying to figure out what's next. Right. And even
0: so, I mean, I've had friends who were like, you know, 38, 39 years old who were engaged for you know six years. And then all of a sudden it's broken off. And it's like, what do I do? I feel like my whole world is crumbling down. Now I hit rock bottom. Where do I go from here? And that's just another thing where you feel like you're living for everybody else in your life, just like mothers or even grandmothers are living for their children, for their husband, for their wives, for their friends. And at a certain point, like I say, with the difference between our ego and our soul, right? So our ego is our mind. And, and the thing is, is we need to kind of not forgive our ego, but also thank it in a sense of it just reminds us who we are in our mind because our soul is where everything stems for. And yes, and what I was speaking about prior was Um, A workshop that I've been working on for also any age group of just who are we? Who are you? And so when we strip away our name, that, you know, if I ask, who are you? And you say, you know what? My name is Brittany. I'm from Miami. I'm an author. I also like fitness and I like food, right? But those are labels. So it's not who I am. So if you strip away being a daughter and a sister and a best friend and an author and a, a fitness, you know, instructor, it's who are you? What makes me a daughter is being caring what makes me a sister and a friend is being nurturing and loving what makes me me is being determined responsible motivated self-motivated for me that's my soul that's who i am you know so it's like when you strip that away who is that person you know in your gut it's your spirit it's your soul that's where life should stem from when you strip everything away so when you do have mothers who Or either have their kids leaving the next going to college. It's like, who am I now? What do I like? Am I living for me? Am I still living for my kids? Am I living for my spouse? Or, you know, how do I start my day now? And that happens at any age because there's so much opportunity in life. And all we need to do is just look into it and grasp it. Because the fact that I can... I self published my book, and the reason why I did that is because I had a literary agent in New York, and she told me it won't come out for at least three years. Oh, and man. I'm
2: like, "That's a long.
0: Time. That's a long time." I'm already writing my second book. I don't have time for that. <laughs> so at that point, you think, "What do I need to do?" Again, take it into my own hands because even when I was writing this book, I didn't have support because I wasn't working full time. I was still doing you know independent contracting for events, still working for Equinox, doing other things because at the end of the day, got to pay the bills. Right. But I knew that this would still work out and I believed in it and my dad was even like oh so um, January's coming around when are you going to be chained to that desk for a full time job and I was like ha ha never so right now I'm still going to do me because I believe in what it is and that fact that I can have a tangible book in my hand that I self published that I did it myself that people are relating to is everything wow. it just shows
1: you can do Perfect. anything you can you can do speaking anything speaking of let's say someone yeah. does want to write a book mm-hmm. I mean I think yes you just need to do it amazing that you're doing it but how, how do you start. Okay. What do you so do? Actually, what do you do? this was
0: one of my business ideas. The funny thing was is some of them were crazy. I mean, no, none of them were crazy. They were great ideas and they were very expensive. So I'm like, okay, what is the one thing that I'm most related passionate about right now? And it was kind of like telling that story. But at the time it was also You know, the lowest price investment out of all six. So I said, okay, on a Sunday, I'm gonna write a guideline. Let's just see if I can write a book, because I don't know about this world. I know about the event world any day of the week, but this is a whole different industry. That's why people were like, what am I getting into? Um, So I wrote a whole outline of how I kind of wanted to start the book because I was never a reader growing up, which is so funny. And the only books that I loved were love stories. Go figure, who doesn't? <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Let me start this a year back with my love story with Mr. GQ. Woo! <laughs> and who changed my life. And he's the one who I felt was one of my soulmates and sparked that personal transformation because soulmates in general, which I've learned I've done my research, it doesn't mean you're supposed to be with them. It doesn't mean that they're the one. Well, damn, I have a lot of soulmates. Oh, <laughs> yes. And that's it. And that's beautiful. And there's Twin Flames. You can look it up. Oh, my God.
1: Tell me oh, more twin, about yeah, that. T- oh, can yeah. we? Okay, let's yes. do it. Yeah. My
0: favorite topic. Okay, so soulmates in general are... Basically, it's someone that you've known, whether it's like in a past life or your soul's connected. Because remember, strip away everything, your souls are who you are in this human being experience, right? So it doesn't mean that you have to be with them, that they are the one that you're meant to be with them.
1: It also can just mean that they spark a personal transformation in you. I and do. he did that for me. Right. Oh my God. I've had an experience with someone like that, that I just connected on like a spiritual yes. soul level. And you're like, I've known you before. And yeah. why does it feel like and I've it known just you forever? Like, yeah. In, intense, absolutely, and immediate. Yes. but like you in, feel, in a deeper level, like it was. You, like, you like, can't like, oh, even explain. I like his yeah, shoes. Like no, it was super, super deep. It was so like, deep that you're so like, I'm not deep. afraid. Can yeah. You
2: so feel like what they're feeling sometimes because I mean, if that's what like a yes. soulmate is. Like yes. you can
1: know what they're thinking before they even say well, it. And you're like wow. When I met this particular gentleman, he told me he he could see my aura. Oh, I love that. What color was your aura? Orange. <gasps> me too. Oh my what God! When well, I went what to buy that? my crystal, <laughs>
0: okay, so orange. I didn't know either, girl. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. So it's happiness and joy, oh. and it's a huge light about you. What's your oh, sign? Thank you, oh. Taurus. Oh, you're Taurus. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> so an orange aura, so every one of our chakras, we have seven, is a different color. So orange is our solar plexus. This is our gut or intuition, where we stem from, where we decide, where our power lies. That's orange. But also it's like if you're some of my friends have a green aura and that's love and that's their heart. But in certain stages of your life, you can be in different auras. It just right. depends where you are, you yeah. know? So I'm like, good, you guys are in love and like I'm just joyous right here being me. <laughs> so it depends, but With soulmates, what's funny also is that, right, is you just feel, I've never felt more myself with that man in my book that there's other relationships where they were too, you know, mature or not mature, or I'm like, what am I doing? Or you're just hot, you know, because at a certain point, we're allowed to do that. If someone's good looking, step in it, feel it, experience it, do what you need to do. Honey, live it, live it. But for him, I was my full, full authentic self before I even realized it. And he loved every bit of it. And I used to always think that- I was going to settle when I was going to get married. I mean, everybody would hope to get married or they would want to, but I thought, no, I'm going to settle. I don't think I could ever meet someone with that strong of a love that people describe in movies or that sometimes I see or rarely see in person, yeah. And with him, I was not afraid to be married. I was like, it was my first time in my life that was like, I want to marry you. Like, I thought my whole point in life is to build an empire and success off of a business because that's what, you know, my family made me think. So that's, I thought, you know, marriage and relationships would come second. And with him, I was like, I think I want to give up everything for you and move to another country for you, which is something I thought I would never do in Which is life. in the book, guys. It is. Is all in the book and it is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And read yeah, it. And I that's why I mean no, I don't want to say the ending, but that it was just such a beautiful experience. And I knew he was the first man who showed me that I was loved, adored, and appreciated for Ugh, me. Like beautiful. I was seen, yes. you know? You yeah, cool. saw me. And at the
1: end of the day, I think we all just want to be seen. We just want to be seen. We all just want to be seen. And that
0: it's okay. And I think that so many of us, men and women, we put on this front because we want to be loved and accepted for them. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? That's the ego, right, Brittany? It is the ego. Yes, beautiful. And I'm in a place now where whatever man is, man, man who is a man, is coming into my life. I just, I'm going to be me. I'm not going to play games. I don't have time for that. I don't even care. You text me, I will text you back. You call me, I will call you back. Like, I'm, because I want to show you, you know what, if I have feelings and I care, I care. And if it's not for you, bye. Because I know that someone else is coming and that all of these things in life are a lesson. It can be a test or it can be a lesson, an expander, and an experience that we learn from. And you can stick with it or you don't and that's okay. And even though some people, they break off engagements or they're married and they get divorced. And I used to be afraid of like divorce, you know? And I'm thinking now, you know what, Uh, because I learned from research that I'm doing, because we're not going to get into my second book, but it's more of this one, Selfish, is about my self-discovery journey. This next one is about my spiritual journey. Um, What I also realized with my spiritual journey is you have to put your self-worth to the highest frequency that you can of just to make you happy in order to bring all of those other things in just as much with that that love. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like- So you
1: have to be- do, and then you'll have, right? Absolutely. Because I think, because I went to a gratitude training that taught, uh, that taught me that most of us think that we have to have, then we do, and then we are, mm-hmm. right? But it's not the opposite. Not. We have to be. So you want love, be love. You want success, be successful, or act successful, yeah, or you have do to do things the work. that are going to get you to success. And be thankful. Yes.
0: We have to be so blessed every day. Absolutely. When some things don't work out, you need to look at the bigger picture of your life. Yeah. And you need to say, you know, in this moment, I have beautiful people surrounding me. You know, if it's money and prosperity, it's like, you know what? I saved up for this. But also whatever's next in line for the rest of my life, like the core is still
1: beautiful. And that's what you need to radiate
0: from more than anything. From the soul.
1: Absolutely. So basically listeners, identify what your soul is because you said your soul is nurturing, caring, responsible. So and once you identify that, work off of that. Let yeah. that be your guide, correct? And write that down. Yeah. Like I think
0: sometimes what's what's also funny is I try to journal. I'm not great at it because I like talking to the universe instead of writing Me it down. Too. Yeah. Like, I
1: like to talk.
0: I know. I can't I can't do the journaling thing even
1: if people are like I you're crazy. Yeah.
0: Okay, we know.
1: <laughs> She's a talker
0: For sure. But with affirmations, like if you don't feel balanced one day or you're, you know, upset for a heartbreak, what I do is I take both of my hands and I put them on my chest because I want to feel skin to skin and I want to feel the breath through my chest of me breathing like I'm alive because we're alive at the end of the day. And I just need to breathe. I love that. A walking miracle.
1: Yeah. Because how the hell does everything
0: know what to do? Like, oh, I know what I I remember what I was going to say about the spirituality thing. Everything is written before we come to this body, become to this earth, because the whole Reason why on this earth again is for love and compassion, right? Yes. So it says if people, you know, are in this relationship and it's not for them, that means that person's not for you, but the right person's coming. Be hopeful, be positive. It's written already. So it's like if you get divorced one, two, like JLo has been like married a bunch of times and she's killing it in life, you know? But she doesn't sit back and say, oh, I'm not going to believe in love again. She strongly believes in love. And it just shows that at every phase in your life, everything is written. So we need to trust the process. Yes, You need to trust that this is it. And we are all supposed to be on a specific divine path for ourselves. And the moment we feel unlucky or something's not happening in our service, it means you're off of it. So the universe is just kicking you up, bouncing you back on. Mm-hmm. And that that's okay at the end of the day. you know. How do you get back on it's, by your thought? Your thought. Right? Right? All mindset. Everything in our lives is mindset. I still want to know about this twin soul thing. Oh, twin flame. Twin flame. Right. Yeah. So twin flame is kind of like a soulmate. But you're basically, yes, mates that meet together at some point in life, but it's supposed to be like your twin mate, okay? But the thing is, is you guys are in different locations. It's like, just like I was here and GQ was in Israel. And it just means that even though you may link up with that twin at a certain time in your life and you're supposed to, and not everybody does, by the way, that even though they're in a different place, you're supposed to meet, but doesn't mean you're meant to be together. Mm -hmm. But it's all about helping your soul. It's supposed to be like pushing you through and teaching you a lesson. So my lesson at the time was don't afraid to be married. You know, you think you're going to settle. Don't think that. The moment you think you're going to settle, you are because what is that? Putting it out into the universe. You know what I mean? And he taught me how to love and he taught me how to be loved and what I deserved. And even when I came back from that and I had, you know, little type of relationship experiences where I was trying because just like you said that intimate click, like I'm into that click more than a growth any day of the week. And because I know that cliff exists, yes, I want that click again. And I'm allowed to have that and I will manifest that. I will have that.
1: You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess my lesson was when I met this young gentleman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <Love laughs> I think it be, it is that that feeling of love is real, and when it does come, it's so good. It's powerful, feels so good, and it should it, it just should light you up. Love so powers. So I want to I want to feel that again. Yeah. It radiates you. It does. You start like glowing because you you're do. so happy.
0: Yeah,
2: and so. it, it makes you operate at a high vibrational frequency just, it just feels good. Yes. And
0: there's two ways to do that. One is through love and protecting yourself also, but also just through laughter. Like laughter is, is literally the way to just reach your highest, happiest self. Amazing. And we I also have
3: to remember that soulmate doesn't necessarily have to be the opposite sex. It can be best friends. Like, exactly. 100%. I feel like Gabby's my soulmate. I keep oh, reconnecting yeah. with her. <laughs> you are my <laughs> soulmate. We, we really you are. Back. We're, I mean, we have to be right yeah. because yeah. we keep coming together. Yeah.
1: Of course. I I have a lot of amazing women around me that I really appreciate. So it's true. It could be a girl. Because
0: it's hard to find. Our paths keep crossing. And I was going to
1: say, too, like, I love it that, Brittany, you're from Miami. You're obviously kicking ass. And you're creating, like, this powerful movement here, which I, you know again we're in a different age group but growing up we didn't have that we didn't have the movement of like all these young women let's get together maybe it's the culture maybe it's the way that you know um, feminism has just grown overall but it's very commendable for you and I I I wish you the best with everything the book is going to be amazing everyone should pick it up where can they find
2: it where can they find your book
0: so you can find it on it's on Amazon Barnes and Noble Goodreads um, iBooks Google Play Kindle Nook. So we have ebooks and paperbacks as well and what you just made me think that was so interesting is that when you ask why also I wrote this book, it's because I was stuck. And it doesn't matter what any age you are in life, but I was stuck. And I felt the only person who needed to make the decision was me. And there's a certain point of, like I say, crossing that bridge of fear, but also I was trying to look for books and articles and interviews, what would help me during this time. And at that specific time, I couldn't relate to anything. I could relate to one sentence in an entire article. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to write it. Because I know that through my journey, if I've already helped some of my few friends, who can I also help? Yes. Mm-hmm. At that point. Yeah, that's great. Because y- we all feel stuck. And that's okay. It's okay to feel lost because the beautiful thing about being lost is that you can be found. And the only person mm-hmm. who is going
1: to find you is yourself. The process. Oh, of I love it. that. Yeah. So what's next for you? I mean, a book again, uh, but yes. what's your <laughs> vision for Brittany? I feel
0: like you. You know what's funny? This is also the first time in my life that I don't have an expectation. because how often do we expect? Because the thing with life is that you're never going to have the actual vibrational experience of an event with your expectation. It's never going to be the same. If it comes close to it, it's deemed as a success. If it's anything far away from that, it's deemed as a failure. So if it's not what you expect, you're like, oh, then that didn't work out. That was a fail, right? But if you're like, oh, it was just as good as this, then maybe it's successful. So right now, which I got from – I listened through another podcast, which was just beautiful because that's what's so great about podcasts because yes, it's conversations, but you learn so much. You feel like you're there. We're friends. Like I hear you guys. You all are here. Okay. By the way. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, at the end of the day, you just have to trust it. And what's next for me? I just, I hope that I can expand a foundation and platform to talk with like-minded, beautiful, powerful women like you guys and beyond, but that people who need that switch of perspective and mindset. And if I can help them with one conversation, even with five minutes, that's just kind of what I want to do is really just to help others. I know that is my path and my purpose and my passion now, and definitely different from what I thought in the past, but I'm so thankfully and gratefully emotionally fulfilled by writing this book, being able and grateful that, you know, the second book came in through meditation. I just started meditating January 4th of this year and I've even lost sight of it. I used to do it every single day and it kind of dwindled down because why I put other people before me. And then I had to take that step back for a second and say, wait, what's my priority right now? You know, I was helping other people who needed it more than me and I was happy to do that for them, but then I lost sight of me. Mm -hmm. So I needed to get back on my Britney train. but for that second book, it kind of came in, you know what? I'm very type A. We have type A personalities of, you know, rushing because all we do in life is rush for some of us. And then you have type B who are more relaxed. And I was like, I want to know what it's like to be a type B person. Let me That's try. That's me. With- I'm a type yes.
1: B. <laughs> Good for you. That's beautiful.
0: <laughs> I'm yeah. a type Is A. Is so- there like
1: an in between A and B? Um, I think I said <laughs> I'm finding it.
0: So it came through a meditation of you're going to write this second book on your spiritual journey because I believe in like messages that come in. And if I didn't take that time to sit and kind of gather my thoughts, sit in stillness and talk spew to the universe, you know, then I wouldn't have had that message come through. And the second book's going to be so, not so so different from the first one there definitely will be great love stories in it because we all want to talk about love at the end oh, of the day yeah. we can all relate to it something that's universal because we're
1: here for love and passion because we are we are <laughs> so <laughs> I learned something Brittany yeah, I'm so glad oh, me too no it's I think so a lot of our listeners are going to love you I and, love that and then guys you have to read the book for oh, real oh yes yeah. so you can find me
0: uh, my website is iambritneyburger.com and my Instagram is burger underscore queen because like Burger King, but Burger Queen because like women, love it. That's cute. Love it um, love but it. it's B-E-R-G-E-R. So definitely get the book 25 and Selfish and you'll love it. And I'm Aww. glad. I'm so
1: excited. Thank, thank all you all for being you. There. Thank, thank you so much you for so having me. This has been so fun. <laughs> See, Soul Sister, we it <laughs> at the same time. Love
3: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Girls Gone Boss. And don't forget to review and rate us five stars on Apple Podcast. Till next time. Till next time, Bye. 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 Yeah. bye. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex, Denise, and Gabby. I love you guys.